the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The devil's moved from Georgia. His mission's still the same. What's going on, everybody? Another Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. A fantastic show for you tonight. A craft beer guest that's going to be joining me this hour from up north in Canada. Some news and notes to get to, but first, how can you follow me? Very easy on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo. That's G A T U L O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms, including your Alexa unit from Amazon. Just say, Alexa, I want to hear the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer. And there you go. The Craft Beer Cast is on the air. Evil Never Dies from the latest from Judas Priest in their new album, Firepower. Got a chance to see them last Thursday at the PNC Bank Art Center, along with Deep Purple. Just a fantastic show. These guys from Birmingham can still bring it. Their 50th anniversary is going to be next year. Or is it 60th? 50th? 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 Yeah, I think it's their 50th. That's right. Uh, that's right, because they started in 69. Stupid me. Uh, but yes, they're, I, I don't know what they're planning for next year, their 50th anniversary, but I know it's going to be Pretty gosh darn awesome. Anyway, my guest tonight on the Craft Beer Cast, Matt Johnston. He is the co-founder and CEO of Collective Arts Brewing. This Canadian-based brewery is coming into New York for the first time. They'll be building a brewery in Brooklyn that's going to open next year. That's coming up in about 20 minutes. All weekend they've been doing uh, some great stuff, some tap takeovers and stuff. They're going to be doing more tap takeovers uh, later in the week, and then they're having a launch party uh, coming up. I think it's... Wednesday of this coming week that's coming up. I think it's the 12th uh, that they're uh, doing that. It's a really cool brewery uh, out of um, Hamilton, Ontario, and it's a grassroots craft brewery. Their mandate is to combine the craft of brewing with the inspired talents of emerging and seasoned uh, seasoned artists, musicians, photographers, and filmmakers. Very cool. We're very excited to talk to Matt Johnston um, and uh, find out why they're coming into New York, why they're going to build a brewery right in Brooklyn, which is super cool. Uh, we will definitely get into all of that uh, coming up in about 20 minutes from now. We've got lots of stuff going on uh, around the Garden State that I want to get to. But first, a little bit of news here. The Brewers Association, uh, about a week a week or so ago on, uh, what was it, uh, the 30th of August, uh, rolled out a new national advertising campaign, which was aimed at bringing another round of consumer attention to its independent craft brewer seal that was unveiled last year. Now, if you guys know about the, um, the, the seal on the bottle of independent breweries, it's an upside-down bottle, uh, and it says... 
independent craft, and then on the side of it, it says Brewers Association, and then on top it says certified. So um, they had done a whole thing about wanting to buy big beer. They uh, a two hundred. They tried to do a fake $213 billion crowdfunding campaign to buy uh, Anheuser-Busch InBev. Uh, then, of course, they said uh, it was a feature to character named Andy who encouraged consumers to pledge fake dollars to take craft back. If you pledged, they sent you either a hat, a T-shirt, or a sticker. I ended up getting a hat. Um, only 12,000 individuals... Uh, pledge the campaign fell well short of the goal. Didn't even you know? I mean, it, it fell about two hundred and twelve billion dollars short, uh, give or take. So, but they had distributed thousands of T-shirts, hats, stickers, and koozies. But a lot of people felt like, um, and I was one of the twelve thousand, obviously. But a lot of people felt like the campaign fell short. Uh, they wanted to do um, you know kind of a, a new campaign here and. Um, why don't we listen? Let's listen to the commercial real quick here. Here's the commercial. All right. The most important thing about choice is that you have one. Independence depends on it. Choice lets you take a stand against the status quo, like catching lightning in a bottle, and in turn, leave your mark on the world. We're leaving our mark on beer with a seal that represents more than 6,000 independent craft breweries. Our bottles and cans may not have the flag, but our beer is made with everything it stands for. Seek the seal and know that's independence you're tasting. All right, so the, the hashtag is Seek the Seal that they want to use. They launched this on the 30th of August. The, the effort called That's Independence You're Tasting includes a, a pair of 30-second commercials. We just heard one of them. That will be presented across a variety of media platforms. According to a press release and speaking to Brewbound, Julia Hers, uh, the BA's craft beer program director, said the ads would appear in many forms across the web as well as in print. Organization expects to be able to share more de- details about the size and scope of the campaign uh, in the coming weeks. She said says it'll be a multi-layered effort on a variety of channels, noting that the overall investment behind the campaign was the largest in the organization's history. Uh, And as she says hers, she says, in terms of shouting it from the rooftops, our investment in time and effort and the overall investment, this is the biggest that we've done. Uh, And according to BA Chief Executive Bob Peace, the campaign generates awareness Beyond any one individual brewery, independent craft brewers are a success story for American industry. Uh, Each of the over 6,600 U.S. craft breweries is a unique contributor to its community and should be celebrated. Now, on that I agree. Um, I'm just wondering if this is money that they are spending that's going to help or if it's going to be a waste of time. Where Where are they doing this stuff? Um, are they are they buying on radio stations? I would love for them to buy into my program and air this, but maybe my program is not the right fit since I'm already talking about craft beer and the independence of craft beer. Uh, it's very interesting to see what happens with this, um, and I have to get our executive producer Darren Yellen on this. Maybe we can you know promote this a little bit more. Um, look, I'm a big proponent of you know drinking independent craft locally owned beer, but. I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm pure because I'm not. I, I have bought beer from companies that have sold out to craft beer, Blue Point being one of them, Elysian, and others. Um, you know, as much as you want to argue about it, people are still lining up for Goose Island's Bourbon uh, County Stout, okay? P- plain and simple. Um, other breweries have sold out to others. Lagunitas is owned uh, partially by Heineken. Uh, Ballast Point sold out to Constellation Brands. 
People still buy ballast points. So I'm not going to sit here. But, of course, if I have the option as to whether or not to buy a ballast point in a bar, I was in a bar the other night where I had a, a choice of uh, picking ballast point or cane. I went with cane. Even though I've had both of the beers before, maybe I like one over the other, but I'm going to I'm gonna opt for the New Jersey local beer before I not, uh, opt for the national brand. But it's it's interesting that the money that they're spending here, and I don't know how independent brewers, if they're, you know, if you're in the guild, you're paying into the guild, I'm assuming that you are. Uh, I'm wondering if this campaign is money well spent. Remains to be seen. Quickly, uh, as we go through some uh, news and notes here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Uh, the uh, I mentioned this a few weeks ago. There's an event to help uh, multiple sclerosis, sclerosis uh, society. I always mess that up. It's Sunday, September 23rd. That's coming up in just a couple of weeks. The event starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon at Manskirt Brewing, which is at 144 Main Street in Hackettstown, New Jersey. Then they're going to travel down a tenth of a mile down uh, the street to Chigmeister Brewing which is on 106 Valentine Street in Hackettstown at around 3.30 in the afternoon. Uh, a donation of $20 gets you a commemorative pint glass. Craft beer is available for purchase at both breweries. Donations will be accepted on the day of the event. A dollar for every beer or flight sold goes directly to the National Multiple Sclerosis Society, thanks to the generation of both brewers. They're also holding a contest for Most Spirited Racer. The guest who shows the most passion for finding a cure for MS will win a special prize. So bring your love uh, uh, of the color orange and your A-game, so check that out at both breweries. Weyerbacher is doing their third annual home brewing contest at the Tap Room. They're looking for entries uh, Saturday, November 10th from 2 to 5.30 p.m. Music will be provided uh, by a couple of bands, the Ultra Kings and the Kickbacks. Food will be provided by a food truck called the Sticky Pig. There's a panel of judges, include the brewers of Weyerbacher. Uh, there will be three prizes awarded by the panel of judges, first, second, and third. The People's Choice Award will be decided by the votes cast by the taproom patrons that have purchased a ticket to sample. Only the beer that is awarded first place by the panel of judges will be brewed on our small patch pilot system. Winner will be announced on Saturday, November 10th at 5.30 p.m., Homebrewers will set up at 1 o'clock. The judging starts at 1.30. It's open to the public from 2 to 5.30 p.m. First 20 entries will be selected to compete. Limit of two beers per entry will be accepted. Uh, if you want more information, wirebockertaproom.com slash homebrew-contest. The sign-up will be at the bottom of the page. If you're not a homebrewer and you want a chance to sample the entrees, you can. Unlimited tasting tickets are $20. And with your ticket, you get an unlimited tastings of the homebrew entries. You vote for your favorite brew. And, of course, again, the tasting starts at 2 o'clock. If you are a home brewer and you want to get up to Eastern Pennsylvania and enter, I suggest that you go to wirebockertaproom.com slash homebrew-contest and enter to win. And then finally, a great place, Screaming Hill Brewery down in Jackson, New Jersey's right past Great Adventure. They're having their Frawl Fest on September 23rd. It's from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Bullock Farms. And you get, for more information and tickets, go to bullockfarms.com slash fall-fest. Uh, it's a great day if you're looking to pick pumpkins with the kids. This is an excellent event. You can go on Eventbrite to buy the tickets until the day before the event. Tickets are $15 per, per, per person. Children under two are free. Tickets at the door on the day of the event are $17. There's going to be live music uh, provided. And this the ticket is admission to Screaming Hill Brewery, which will only be open to ticket holders. So if you're looking to go to Screaming Hill that day, you have to buy a ticket for this event in order to get into the brewery. They're going to have a hayride, corn maze. Uh, they're going to have a flower walk face painting, all kinds of great stuff for the kids, and you get to go to Screaming Hill Brewery as well. So again, if you want to check this out, go to bullockfarms.com slash fall-fest. It's Screaming Hill Brewery. You get to pick pumpkins and, of course, uh, purchase them as well. And then you get over to the brewery and you get to sample the beers 
uh, exclusively that day, will not be open to the general public. So great stuff from Bullock Farm. Screaming Hill Brewery is awesome. You definitely want to check it out. Weyerbacher's having this great event in November for home brewers. There is so much going on. And when we come back after a short break, we'll get into more festivals that may be happening in New Jersey in the coming months. And then, of course, Matt Johnson, the co-founder and CEO of Collective Arts Brewing, will join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Michael Medved explains his worldview. This is the very, very essence of a conservative worldview. A conservative worldview, which is based in most cases, not every case, but in most cases, a belief in a God who is an infinite creator, is that the world isn't limited. The idea that God is an infinite creator means that there is no limit to the blessings that can be created and facilitated. The Michael Medved Show. Afternoons at 3, right before Kevin McCullough at 5 on AM 970. The answer. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. I'm Amanda with Communities in Schools. I'm in school to connect at-risk students with community resources like food, shelter, and healthcare. I'm in school to support kids coping with losing a loved one, divorce, or bullying. I'm in school to partner with teachers so what happens outside the classroom doesn't impact students learning inside the classroom. Above all, I'm in school to help kids stay in school. See how we help all students succeed at communitiesinschools.org. This is Paul Artella from the New Jersey Broadcasters Association. Did you know that September is National Preparedness Month? The Federal Emergency Management Agency encourages everyone to take steps to prepare for emergencies in their homes, schools, businesses, and communities. A recent survey showed that although more than 75% of households have supplies set aside for disasters, less than 50% have a household emergency plan. It's important for every household to take preparedness steps, such as having an emergency supply kit, making a family emergency plan, being informed about the different emergencies that might affect you, having a portable radio and plenty of fresh batteries, and also taking steps to be trained and engaged in community preparedness and response efforts. We also need to have safe and reliable energy. And to deliver that safe and reliable service, customers expect and deserve. Your hometown energy team at JCPNL is investing more than $400 million to make its electric system more resilient to severe weather. Visit FEMA.gov preparedness for more information. This message is sponsored by the New Jersey Broadcasters Association with funding provided by JCPNL and aired in cooperation with the NJBA and this state. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Follow me on social media. Very easy on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo. That's G A double T U double L O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email Albert G at NYC Don't forget, 
iTunes and Google Play, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You find all the shows on those two platforms. Plus, we are Alexa ready. You got an Amazon Alexa in your house? Just say, Alexa, I want to hear the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer. And bingo, you get to hear the show right from there. A little rising from the ru- from ruins, that the latest from uh, Judas Priest and Firepower. Got a chance to see the boys uh, from Birmingham as well as Deep Purple this past uh, week on Thursday night over at the PNC Bank Art Center. Priest still puts on a tremendous show. I thought they were going to be done after this part of the tour with Deep Purple, but no, they're heading back to Europe to play with Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, this is they just won't stop. They just keep going. They're going to put out another album, I think, next year because it's going to be their 50th anniversary. This is just phenomenal. These guys just continue to rock and roll, and I cannot wait to see them again when they come around to the tri-state area. My guest tonight on the Craft Beer Cast, Matt Johnston. He's from Collective Arts Brewing, this Canadian-based brewery coming into New York. For the first time, they've been here for a couple of days now. They'll be building a brewery in Brooklyn that will open next year. Uh, that's coming up in about 10 minutes from now. But uh wanted to do something a little different with our news and notes. There's so many good things that are going on in the state of New Jersey, so many events that are going on uh, from you know now until the end of the year. wanted to spotlight some of them. Uh, so next Saturday, September 15th at Resorts Casino in Atlantic City, they're hosting their sixth annual Craft Beer Fest from 4 to 8 p.m. It's in the Resorts Ballroom. There will be 60 beers available, including South Jersey Brews from Tuckahoe, uh, Glastown, uh, as well as Seven Mile Brewery. Tickets, very inexpensive at $30. They're available uh, via Ticketmaster and at the Resorts Box Office at 1133 Boardwalk in Atlantic City. And for more uh, information, just go to the Resorts Casino website uh, to get that info there. Atlantic City's Golden Nugget is hosting a craft beer festival uh, at 8 p.m. on Saturday, September 29th. The casino promising more than 99 seasonal craft beers on tap from more than 30 breweries, plus appetizers and live music from Seven Stone. Uh, General admission tickets for the three-hour event are $59. For $69, guests get to enter an hour earlier at 7 o'clock. Police officers, firefighters, and teachers with valid credentials can enter at 8 p.m. for just $45. Tickets uh, also include more than a $75, let's see, of Golden Nugget offers and a souvenir glass as well. That's pretty cool. Um, uh, For more information there, call 609-441-2000 or visit goldennugget.com for more information there. Uh, Rutgers University on Saturday, September 29th, is going to be doing a tailgate party. It's called the RU Brewfest. It's been going on for a couple of years now. They're taking on Indiana at High Point Solutions Stadium in Piscataway. That's taking place Saturday, September 29th. But they're also going to be doing a Brewfest as well. This is really cool. Local offerings from Kane, Riverhouse, uh, or River Horse. I think they got the spelling wrong there. Demented Brewery. Asbury Park, Flying Fish, and Jersey Girl Brewing will be on hand alongside beers from around the world and music from the uh, cover band The Benjamins. Tickets $50, and ticket holders for that day's game can add on the RU Brewfest access for just $25. So if you got you get tickets to the game plus the Brewfest, it'll cost you $75. Uh, of course, for more information, go to RutgersGameDay.com uh, slash RU-Brewfest for more information. Uh, what else here? The Big Brew Fest, of course. Uh, that's coming up Saturday, October 6th. We've talked about it before. Allison, who runs these events, does a phenomenal job. And if you're looking for one place where you're not only going to get great local New Jersey beers, but also national brands as well, this is the place to go to. She holds the event twice a year, uh, once in October, and then the other one I think is in February or March. 
Uh, Allison does a tremendous event. It's Saturday, October 6th. It's at the Morristown Armory. Two sessions. One is noon to 4. The other one is from 5.30 to 9.30. There's going to be over 200 beers to taste. Uh, The Outcrops will play the early session. The Stereo Junkies is the band that will be playing the late session. There's also food for purchase there as well. Tickets are $60. The price goes up to $65 on September 23rd, and then it goes up in increments as you get closer to the day of the event. Designated driver tickets are $15. But here's the best part. You want to come in from Manhattan? Ah, oh, we got to drive. Somebody's got to drink. And then somebody's, you know, designated driver. Here's the best part. Take New Jersey Transit. You take the train from the city right to the Morristown Station. Guess what? There's a shuttle bus that will take you from the Morristown train station right to the event and will take you back to the train station. You can't beat it. That's the best part. Nobody has to worry about drinking and driving. They'll take care of you both ways. If you take the train over, it's awesome. Uh, And then, of course, they're having their uh, Big Brew Sussex Beer Festival. That's going to happen on October 26th. It's from 7 to 11 p.m. at the Sussex County Fairgrounds at 37 Plains Road in Augusta. Again, those prices start at $55. They'll go up to $60 on October 14th, and then the price goes up uh, from there. Just check out BigBrewNJ.com for more information. Allison does a great job at these events. Uh, This is one of those events that I absolutely have to get to on October 6th because it's so good, and I get to sample so many different beers uh, at this event, which is better than trying to, you know, go out and you buy buy this and you're buying that and you're buying this. And look, I appreciate the brewers uh, that send the samples here for our Suds and Duds segment. It's great. But it's also, I love going out to these events to talk to some of the brewers, to talk to some of the people who are in charge and see what they're doing and what's going on. That's the other thing. Uh, I want to tell this story real quick uh, before the end of this segment. So the other day, I'm over at my local brewery at Wet Ticket Brewing uh, in Rowway, New Jersey. Now, the owner, Tim, is there, and he sees me walk in. Just hap- He happened to be there. I happened to walk in on Saturday afternoon uh, during the Labor Day weekend. And he says, listen, I got a beer in the tanks. I got to have you try this. Now, listen, again, I'm no expert at beer. I'm a beer drinker. I like what I like. What I don't like, I don't like, and I let you guys know that. Um, but he says, listen, I got this New England IPA sitting in the tanks. Do I need to add more hops? Do I need to add a little more flavor? You and your friends, come back here. Take a little taste. So he gives us a taste of the IPA without the carbonation added to it, right? So it's just, it's all the ingredients in there, but there's really no carbonation. Boy, let me tell you something. I tasted this thing. I said, Tim, I'm no expert. Put the carbonation in there right now. You're done. It's perfect. I cannot wait for this beer to finish in the tanks and for him to get it out on the taps because I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be the first person in there uh, to try it. So thank you, Tim, for the taste. Thanks for the first round, and we had a great time uh, doing a little day drinking on Saturday. But that's the cool thing. It's about community. It's about meeting with these people and talking to these people. Yes, this guy uh, you know, brews beer, but he's producing a business. He's got employees to pay. He had a life on you know, Wall Street or working in, some, in corporate America. He didn't want to do that anymore. He wanted to brew beer, and he wanted to have some fun. So he retired. He took his stock options out or whatever he did, and he opened up this brewery. And it's become a focal point for the community. You see people in town coming in, talking, hey, what's going on in your neighborhood? What's happening here in the town? There's great local restaurants to go by and eat and do something, you know. That's the point of this. It's about community. It's about keeping things together. So kudos to Tim and kudos to all those independent brewers that are out there and are doing those things. Finally, a couple other things that are left here. The Central Jersey Beer Festival. This takes place on Saturday, October 13th from 1 to 5 p.m. at the Mercer County Park Festival Grounds. Uh, Lots of great breweries going to be there. Carton Brewing, one of the big ones uh, that will be there. But, of course, Forgotten Boardwalk will be there. Jug Handle, Brotherton, Tonewood, Demented. They're all going to be there. This is a big event. I've never been to this event before. But I've heard great things from people about how good this this beer event is. 
I would really love to 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 get there now. General admission tickets are ten dollars. Standard beer tasting tickets are sixty bucks. VIP tickets uh, that gets attendees in at around noontime or eighty dollars. CJBeerFest.com for more information now. I'm wondering if the if this is tasting tickets, so you only get to sample a certain amount, and then you have a cutoff, and then you have to go buy more tickets. So, uh, the, but from everything that I hear from people, this is the event to be at. So, uh, to be at, excuse me, beer at. See, see where my my thought process is going. CJBeerFest.com, of course, for more information. The Jersey City Craft Beer Fest that's going to be taking place on Saturday, November seventeenth. Uh, more than 150 craft beers uh, will be available. Cypress will be there. Nine hundred two Brewing, Departed Souls. This is great, too. JerseyCityBeerFest.com for more information. Two sessions, 1 to 4.30 p.m., 6 to 9.30 p.m. General admission tickets, $60. They go up in price uh, in November, 5 bucks, and then they go up a little bit more as it gets closer to the event. Allison, uh, who I mentioned before, she runs this event as well. Uh, this is a good one if you're looking for something local in Jersey City and the surrounding area because the views of New York City are spectacular from what I understand. And then uh, finally, uh, the last thing here, for the love of Kraft and Jay, uh, Chef Chris Massey uh, had uh, messaged me earlier this week, uh, would like me to attend this event. Let me tell you a little bit about this. This is taking place on Saturday, November 17th at 7 p.m. And let me see exactly where this is taking place because I, I want to get it right. It's at, a, it's, at a, uh, it's at a golf club, if I'm not mistaken. It is the White Meadow Lake Country Club uh, where this is taking place in uh, November on no Saturday, November seventeenth at seven o'clock. This is following the Motown Mash. This is all home brewers, and they get together and they br- produce these beers, and obviously there's prizes and et cetera, et cetera. But the best part about it is the event afterwards at the White Meadow Lake Country Club from seven to ten p.m. He purchased tickets. Chris Massey, the chef, he puts on this event. He pairs the beers with the f- uh, with food that he makes with some of the ingredients from the beer. So all of them have kind of a beer infusion. Uh, to it. So if you want more information about this, go to their Facebook page or just go to for the love of the craft nj.com for more information. Uh, tickets won't go on sale until October, but you definitely want to get in on this event. Um, he's invited me to this event. I am certainly going to make plans to be there with my wife. I would love to taste some of these great beers from some great homebrewers, but also the food that, Chris, that Chef Chris Massey makes pairing them up with these various beers. That is something exciting. You definitely want to check that out. And we will talk more about this uh, on the program in the coming weeks to come. Maybe we'll get Chef on to talk about it because I know it's a labor of love for him because a lot of the proceeds go back to the home brewing community and, of course, to the food community at large. When we come back after a short break, Matt Johnston from Collective Arts Brewing is going to join me. And that happens next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's raining lightly and 59 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. A man is dead after he was hit by an SUV in Queens early this morning. Assemblywoman Aria Espinal says the area where it happened is dangerous for pedestrians. In one year, more than five fatalities in Northern Boulevard, and that's not okay. We just got to make sure the streets are safer. According to authorities, a 70-year-old man was walking near the intersection of Northern Boulevard near 110th Street in Corona. Police say the driver stayed on the scene and is not facing charges. The identity of the man hasn't been released. 
Governor Cuomo is denying he knew anything about a campaign mailer that accused challenger Cynthia Nixon of being anti-Semitic. The mailer was sent out by the New York State Democratic Committee, and it urged people not to vote for Nixon, saying she wouldn't stand strong for the Jewish community. The committee has released a statement admitting it sent out a wrong mailer and promised to work with the Nixon campaign to send out one of their own choosing. Nixon called the flyer sickening, adding that her children are being raised Jewish and that she and her members of a synagogue. In sports, Novak Djokovic is this year's men's U.S. Open champion. He beat Juan Martin Del Porto in the final to win his 14th career Grand Slam win. He's now tied with Pete Sampras for third on the all-time Grand Slam titles list. It was Djokovic's third time winning at Flushing Meadows. Yankees also lost to the Mariners 3-2, but the Mets did beat the Phillies 6-4. Traffic delays. Well, there was an accident earlier in Queens on the Belt West Bend at the Van Wick, and two lanes of blocked traffic stopped from JFK Expressway. Another crash is over in the Bronx, and that's on the uh, Bruckner Westbound at the Sheridan. Delays backed up to the Bronx River Parkway. No reported problems at the GWB in and out. Holland Lincoln Tunnels are a good ride. Weather for tonight, periods of rain, low around 60. Tomorrow, rain with highs of about 74 degrees. And then on Tuesday, you might see some thunderstorms, highs reaching 84. You now know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno on AIM 970, The Answer. If I say Mr. Italy, what comes to mind? To me and my family, Mr. Italy was, without a doubt, Mario Perillo. The Perillo family has been operating top-quality tours to Italy for over 74 years. They must be doing something right. Well, I say they're doing everything right. Carrying on the Perillo family tradition of excellence today is CEO Steve Perillo, making sure the business which carries his family name is nothing short of spectacular for each and every traveler. Consider the popular 14-day Italy North Classic Tour. Rome, Sorrento, Florence, Venice, and Milan. In one wonderful tour, you will see the heart of Italy and come home with memories that will last a lifetime. Maybe it's that special anniversary or a magical setting to renew your vows. That special person in your life deserves the best. Join Steve Perillo on a stress-free, escorted vacation where you don't lift a finger. Call for the Perillo 2019 Italy brochure at 888-PERILLO. That's 888-PERILLO, P-E-R-I-L-L-O, or 888-737-4556, or visit PerilloTours.com. For simply the best travel experience of your life, Perillo Tours. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6, Mike Gallagher at 10, and AM 970, The Answer. And welcome 
Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email, Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget, Google Play and iTunes, you just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to all the Craft Beer Casts right from there. We're also Alexa Ready on Amazon. Just say, I want to hear the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And Alexa will play the show for you. So, of course, we're talking Canada. We're talking a brewery from Canada. They're coming into New York City. I have to play some Rush, I mean, to bring in my next guest. I mean, it's just, it's simple. It's kind of, Rush is kind of the anthem, hence the title of the song, uh, for this interview here. Now, my next guest, he's the co-owner and CEO of a brewery that's based in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. They're now hitting New York City like a painter splashes paint on a mural CollectiveArtsBrewing.com is the website for more information, including where you can find their beers in the New York City area. Let me welcome in Matt Johnston to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Matt, welcome. Hey, uh, uh, thanks a lot. Uh, I can't believe you just played Rush. That's hilarious. <laughs> One of my favorite bands. I, I'm sad that they uh, that they retired, but uh, boy, they are. Uh, I've seen them a bunch of times. What an awesome group. So, uh, you know. How to, inv- how, to, how to bring you in nicely here into New York. Now, Matt, how did you get started in the brewing business? Uh, I, I actually have been in the brewing business for the last uh, 15 or so years. So I previously worked for a seventh-generation Canadian uh, brewery. Uh, I was there for 10 years, uh, you know, did a bit of everything with them, and realized I, I had itching to do my own thing, and I was starting to be a bad, uh, you know, Felt, felt uh, you know, I w- wasn't going to make a great employee anymore. I wanted, you know, I was stubborn as hell, so it was time to, time to go out on my own. But was brewing always something that you wanted to do? When you know, from when you were younger, home brewing and stuff, or did you, you know, how how did you get into the the, the business? Yeah, you know, weirdly, probably my my love for this for for the beer industry was, you know, my 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 dad when I was younger would travel and they'd bring back coasters or beer balls from weird places in the world and. Mm. And I, I, I started a collection on the wall, and then, you know, in university, we used to homebrew, and it was terrible, but it was cheap. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, my, but my affinity for the space is, has always been there and, uh, and, you know, continue to grow over the years. Pretty cool. Now, the goal of Collective Arts, not only uh, what's in the glass, but also what's on the outside of the can. You, you employ artists to provide the artwork on the cans. Is it just local Canadian artists or, or, or are they artists from anywhere? No, I, I think we, we always started collective arts. Uh, really it's, you know, one, one, I started with a, a friend of mine named Bob and, uh, we, we, we wrote one sentence, which is fusing the creativity of Berlin with the inspired talents of emerging artists and musicians from around the world. Right. And that's kind of what we get up all, you know, every day for, both of us to stay in the status quo. We love creativity. We've seen how hard it is for artists and musicians to be you know, seen or heard. And you put all that together, and, and that's what we've created. And, and so it's always been global. We, we love traveling. We love meeting awesome people. So, uh, you know, that, that's been part of our, our ethos from day one. We're talking with Matt Johnson, the co-owner and CEO of Collective Arts Brewing. They're based in the Hamilton, Ontario, Canada area. CollectiveArtsBrewing.com is the website for more information, including where you can find their beers. That includes New York City on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. So let's discuss the beers. Um, one of your reps, Nicole, was ha- was kind enough to drop off some of these beers. I have to tell you, the uh, the the artwork on the cans 
is amazing. I mean, that's the first thing that draws me to these cans. Go, wow, that's a cool-looking can. I've really got to check that out. And we'll get into the ones that are in the New York City area in just a second. I love IPAs, and obviously I work in radio, so I zeroed in on your website on the Radio the Mothership. What's the story behind the name of the beer (laughs) and, and and of course, the artwork? Well, uh, you know, we we have a lot of fun with our beer names. Uh, You know, as far as the name... You know, uh, Mothership, it, it's our big West Coast uh, double IPA. Mm. So, you know, that is the Mothership of Craft Beer. And um, and and obviously we're in the music world, so the, the name just felt, you know, felt beautifully into our laps. Actually, ironically, the name, most of the names are, 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 are completely created in-house. Ready to the Mothership, there was three of us in a cab going to an event. Okay. And we were talking about what to name this new double IPA, and we um, – we we went by um, actually no that was for Ransack the Universe. There was another beer that, that that we did. We went by and there was a thrift shop with a sign that was beautifully lit, and it just said Ransack the Universe. And we said that needs to be our name. So we actually went in and, and did that. So they uh, all the names come from very interesting places. Oh well, that see that that's very cool. Now Stranger Than Fiction, your award winning porter. Uh, Porter seem to have taken a backseat in recent years. Everyone is either drinking uh, a bourbon barrel stout or a juicy IPA. <laughs> what, why is this Porter so award worthy? It's just beautifully balanced. You know, when we when we first went at it, I, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm more of a, always a lover of stouts, mm. and Ryan, our brewmaster, is a lover of porters, and so we created this beautifully balanced that is. Uh, you know, a little bit of roasted character, not too sweet, and uh, it's just, you know, it, it's beautiful year-round for us. So uh, we, even though that those aren't the hottest trends, we've kept that as, right. as a core in our portfolio. Talking with Matt Johnson, he's the co-owner and CEO of Collective Arts Brewing, uh, based in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. CollectiveArtsBrewing.com, the website for more information, including where you can find their beers, and that includes New York City. They're entering the New York City market. More on that in a moment on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM970, The Answer. But to touch on some of these beers that you can get uh, in the New York lineup, uh, I love the fact that you have a sour and a goza uh, within this New York City lineup. Sours seem to be making a, a big push, and especially gozas, uh, I had interviewed Fal Allen a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he had just written a book on Gozes and how they're becoming that, that go-to beer for people. So tell me a little bit about this limited-release guava uh, Goza that you have. <laughs> I think that, that's a brewery favorite. Uh, you know, we, uh, you know we, we like to play with Gozes and, uh, well, and, and Sours in general because there, there's so much you can do and play with. Right. You know, we do a lot of a lot of different fruited sours that we use a Berliner or a Goza as a base. But the Guava Goza is definitely a brewery favorite. And, you know, one that we, uh, you know, we we all every time we bring it out. Uh, this is our second year. We all wish it stayed longer. So it's uh, it's it's just a uh, a late summer release for us. And, and Matt, just I mean, as a layman here, I'm no expert on beer. I kind of like to call myself like a connoisseur of beer because I can, you know, there's always room to learn about different things, whatever it is. It doesn't have to apply to just beer. But is a Goza beer more difficult to make than a sour, or is it an easier beer to make, you know, in terms of? So, so you have you have kettle sours, and then you have more wild fermentation. So, you know, for us, uh, kettle sours, um, they're definitely easier. You can do them in your traditional brewery because you're, you're – you're, um, you're you're stopping the sour fermentation, so you have you don't have a risk of it um, uh, infecting the rest of your your batches of beer. So it goes a is a kettle sour beer. Uh, we had cor- coriander and Himalayan 
uh, salt to it. So it's just, it is a very, it's a beautiful summer beer. It's very, it's, it's about the most refreshing beer you can have. And then for us, uh, in this case, you're throwing guava in there and it's just, it's, it's just a delicious treat. So, Matt, you got all these events going on in New York City. Uh, you've been in the city for the past week or so, but you've got some stuff coming up uh, this week uh, at a, du- a bunch of different places, Manhattan and Queens and in Brooklyn. Tell us a little bit about those places. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're bouncing a bit all over the place. Um, you know, from uh, we have events at Arlene's Grocery, Astoria Beer and Cheese, um, Madame Marie's Bar, our Wicked Lady is our, our, our uh, big kickoff party, mm-hmm. um, Greenwood Park, and then we're doing a whole Gowanus pub crawl. So we're, we're, we're all over the place. People can go to our website and check out all the events that are coming up, and it'd uh, be great to have them out. In some cases, we're, we have some bands that we're working with or some artists. Um, that, that we feature that will be joining us at those events. And and let me let me let people know the the pub crawl that he's talking about Thursday September thirteenth Gowanus Pub Crawl. It's at the Gate Fourth Avenue Pub, St. Gambrinus and Lavender Lake, as well as Beer Wax from four o'clock to eight o'clock. You're going to get on a whole pub crawl and get to sample all the different beers from Collective Arts. Uh, as he said, they're also going to be at Arlene's Grocery in Manhattan on uh, Monday September tenth. That's at nine o'clock. It's a tap takeover and a story of beer and cheese on. Uh, uh, Tuesday, September 11th, as well as uh, Madame Marie's Bar, uh, both of them in uh, Queens. They're both kind of right next to one another, not too far away, so you can check those things out. So definitely get on the Collective Arts bandwagon here. Uh, you're going to get to see some great artwork on the cans. You're going to get to see some, uh, some, hear some, some great music. Finally, my last question for you, Matt. Uh, growing up in Canada, what beers did you gravitate to? Was it the Labatt's of, of Canada or, or Molson's? What, what did you gravitate to? Oh, we were talking about that uh, actually yesterday. Uh, I, I was a I was a Jack Daniels and a Labatt Fifty drinker. Oh, um, there you go. All right. So, so I, I'd say my palate has has evolved over the years. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, you know, and, you know, finally for us, you know, if if someone wants to know, you know, looks for our products in the store, basically look for this this beautiful and always changing collection of art. We, you know, we've featured 750 artists in our first uh, five years. And, um, you know, we do global calls for art and, and those every quarter, there's a whole uh, release of new artists. We take no ownership. It's artist friendly. So we just, we like to have fun. Like our beers are changing our, the art is changing and, and it's just this, Beautiful chaos, which which we, inspires us. That is that is pretty awesome. Continued success. My guest has been Matt Johnson, the uh, co-owner and CEO of Collective Arts Brewing. They're based in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. CollectiveArtsBrewing.com. That's the website for more information. You can see the artwork and especially uh, where you can find their beers, including the New York City area. And for those of you who don't know, if you, if you want to know where Ontario is, if you're in Buffalo, New York, it's about an hour's drive uh, from Buffalo. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Matt, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. Beautiful. Thanks, thanks a lot. Cheers. You got it. When we come back, it's time for Suds and Duds, and that's next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Let's face it. We love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Answer New York skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Answer New York. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. AM 970, the answer. 
Hey, what's all the racket about? Didn't you hear? A massive project to repair the Route 495 bridge between the New Jersey Turnpike and Route 3 to the Lincoln Tunnel is starting in August. One lane of traffic in each direction will be closed for the next two and a half years. The good news is the exclusive bus lane will remain open throughout the construction. Route 495 already has a ton of traffic. And with the necessary construction, it's only going to get worse. What are the alternatives? Okay, listen. NJBOT created the website, RestoreNJ495.com, where you can sign up for project alerts and get all the information you need to know. And they've been working with the community to promote several options. Consider switching to public transportation, leaving earlier or later to avoid the peak commuting times, telecommuting, using the George Washington Bridge or Holland Tunnel, or joining a carpool or van pool. Visit RestoreNJ495.com to sign up for project alerts to stay informed. This message sponsored by NJDOT, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. It's Dennis Prager at 1, Michael Medved at 3, weekdays on AM 970. The Answer. Segment of the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo. That's G A T U L O. Facebook.com slash A G Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. And don't forget, iTunes and Google Play, just do a search for A G Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to every show from there. And if you have an Alexa, we are also Alexa ready. Just say Alexa. I want to hear the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer. And you will get to listen to the show from your Alexa device. So it's time for Suds and Duds here. Of course, that's the segment that we do weekly where I talk to you about the various beers that I've had over the past week or so. And I let you know whether I like them. That would be a Suds. Or if I didn't like them, that would be a Dud. Um, Interesting uh, couple of beers that I had at a place uh, a few weeks back. Uh, I had some time off and ended up going into the city uh, to meet up with a few friends uh, that I had worked with at a syndicating company um, back in the 90s. And we uh, decided to meet at a place uh, near Penn Station. It's about probably four blocks from Penn Station. Real nice place called the District Tap House. Um, 50 taps, very good food, uh, and, a, and a nice wide selection of beers. Um, started off with a, a Wein and Stefaner uh, Hefeweiss beer, uh, which is a really nice way to start off the night. It was actually one of their happy hour beers, which was great, so it was a little less... Uh, a little less expensive because, of course, beers in Manhattan can be uh, a bit more money. But always a great beer uh, to start the night off with. They use four ingredients in their beer to you know get a different mix of flavors out of it. You get that clove, the banana. It is really, really nice. Very smooth, very easy drinking. And especially, it's a hot day that day, so it really uh, helped out there on the hot day. Then I moved on to uh, a beer that was also on the uh, happy hour list, the Chromatic Ale from Twin Fork Beer. Uh, these guys out in Long Island, malty. It tasted more like a lager than a pale ale. 
um, which was interesting about that. Uh, I don't know if that was the desired effect that they were going for, but uh, I enjoyed it. It was a nice beer. Uh, interesting stuff from uh, Twin Fork. I had another one from them, and I can't remember the name of it. I wish I had uh, checked in on it on Untapped. It, by the way, if you want to follow me on Untapped, you can at Gatulo. And uh, I wish I had gotten the other beer that I was uh, drinking that night uh, to uh, you know check in and you know the whole thing, but I didn't get a chance to. Anyway, I moved on to uh, something from Grimm, which is great. Grimm is their new place is open in Brooklyn now. Uh, definitely have to get over there and check them out. And what the cool thing about Grimm, we mentioned this a few weeks back, if you go to the brewery every Saturday, they are going to have a brewery release, whether it's just the brewery itself, in a can, whatever, bottle. Uh, every Saturday they will be releasing a new beer. So something to look forward to if you're going there on the weekends. Now, I had a sunroof by Grimm. This was nice and light, very smooth, um, easy drinking, uh, just uh, really enjoyed uh, the flavors in that one. It was very good. And um, then, let's see. Oh, yes. Uh, went over to, um, wait, what was this one? Oh, this was from Paragon Tap and Table. Then uh, had a Mad Fat Fluid by Interborough. Great flavor, nice malt, a little bit of hop and bitterness. Was not overpowering. Interborough is doing some great work. If you haven't had a chance to get over to Interborough in Brooklyn, you really should. And the best part about Interborough, though, is not only do they make beer, and it's amazing the 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 size of the building, the space that they have is not very big. So the fact that they're able to brew beer and distill spirits in the same location uh, is remarkable. the uh, The bar itself is um, how do I describe it? There's tables and chairs. Uh, there's food for service there, but you can also get mixed drinks. So if you're, you're, you know, you're with somebody and they're not in the mood to uh, drink tap beer uh, and they want to have, um, they want to have a spirit, uh, they can, they'll do mixed drinks. So it's sort of like a bar. I mean, they don't have every spirit, but they do do, um, I think it's gin. I think they do bourbon. I'm not sure if they do vodka. I think they do vodka, but I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but definitely you want to check them out. Uh, Interborough and the best way to check them out, which I think is a great thing is city brew tours. City Brew Tours does a phenomenal job at taking you to different breweries in Brooklyn. Um, they've already partnered up with Interborough. They've partnered up with uh, Five Boroughs Brewing. I think they were doing something with Brooklyn Brewery as well, and I'm not sure. I think there was one other that um, they're going to partner up with. But it's great if you're looking for something where you don't have to worry about driving. If you're in the boroughs, it's obviously it's easy. The bus takes you around or whatever, and really, if you if you live in the boroughs, you can take the subway to get to most of these places. But if you're coming from outside the boroughs or even Staten Island, uh, New Jersey, whatever, Connecticut, this is a great way to experience a number of breweries without having to worry about driving. The best part about City Brew Tours is that you can uh, buy beer for purchase, whether it's at five boroughs or inner borough or wherever, and they have a cooler on the bus that will keep your beer cold until your you know tour is done and then you go home. And the other great thing about it is food is included. So there's one stop where you go, and you will stop at a place, and you will get food um, and beer as well. But at least you'll be fed on the ride. Now, some people may say, well, the price point, it's, it's, it's high. You know what? For what you're getting to go to three different places to sample, drink beer, learn about beer, and get fed as well, it is definitely worth the price. You could easily spend more than that just on parking and going to a restaurant to have some food, and then you got to worry about drinking and driving. City Brew Tours takes care of everything. Citybrewtours.com, I think it's, you know, you click on the New York link. There are a bunch of different cities across the United States, but you definitely want to check City Brew Tours out uh, if you are looking for uh, something different, a little diversion. 
the class act. Uh, the guys on the tour are great. Um, they do a tremendous job of taking you around. And the best part, and when I was talking with the guys from Five Boroughs Brewing a few weeks back, what they love about it, and I'm sure the other breweries do too, is City Brew Tours takes care of everything. Uh, the, the the brewery itself doesn't have to conduct the tour. All they have to do is supply the beer, and the tour guide takes care of the rest of it. So they don't have to pull an employee off to walk people around because I don't think New York breweries do brew tours. It's not like New Jersey where you have to take a tour of the brewery first before you can have a beer. In New York, you can walk right in, get served. They don't have to give you a tour. In California, it's the same thing. They don't give tours uh, at breweries in California. Stone does, a few do, but a lot of them don't, and they're not required to. So this is a great way if you want to learn about how beer is made, what goes on in the tanks, uh, the barrels, et cetera, et cetera. This is a great way to do it. So definitely check out City Brew Tours if you get a chance. But Innerboro, they're making some great beer. Uh, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Innerboro is now in New Jersey, and there's a few other New York breweries and other breweries from outside the area that are coming into New Jersey in the coming weeks, which is fantastic. Uh, got a chance to stop over at South Street Social. Uh, Dustin, uh, my good buddy Dustin, was behind the bar. He used to be over at Capital Craft. Now he's over at South Street so- uh, Social. Uh, Chris Massey is the executive chef there. Uh, they do a great job. Boy, I'll tell you, the, the street tacos that I had there were phenomenal. Uh, and Chris, I can't thank you guys enough for the hospitality there at South Street Social. Uh, Dustin, of course, as usual, Dustin, knowing my type, my tastes, steered me uh, directly in the right in in the uh, in the right direction. Uh, started me off with a two roads typecast farmhouse IPA, light, little spicy, refreshing. Real good beer, especially that was a day it was pouring rain, it was humid. Uh, this was the perfect beer uh, for that. And then uh, I've had this before, but uh, it was one of the few on tap that I had wanted to try again. So I had the uh, Power Juicer uh, by Icarus Brewing, a really good IPA. It's not their best, very tasty. Uh, wasn't as juicy as I wanted it to be, but Icarus down in Lakewood is really making some fantastic beers. And uh, the Jersey beer scene, we were talking about it with John Hall uh, last week on the program. But the Jersey beer scene has really, really improved. The other thing about the Two Roads uh, beer that I had, I wasn't really high on Two Roads. A lot of people talk about Two Roads in Connecticut as being a really, really great brewery. I wasn't, I'm not super sold yet on them uh, as a great brewery. I've tried a a number of their things. Some of their stuff is good. Some of it has kind of missed the mark. Um, But this uh, particular IPA, I really enjoyed. It's one of those things where I have to kind of just explore the brewery a little bit more, maybe sample some more stuff. Um, maybe the next time that there's a two roads uh, tap takeover somewhere in uh, New Jersey, maybe I'll go to it and uh, and check it out. This way, I can sample uh, a few different things without having to drink, you know, seven or eight pints of beer or waste stuff. Because a lot of times you start sampling stuff, you want to pour the rest of it down the drain if you move it on to the next one. Because to be honest with you, your palate gets messed up. And I, I don't care who you are, whether you're a judge or just a casual drinker or whatever. After a while, you know, by the third or fourth beer, most beer tastes the same. I mean, unless you're going from, uh, unless you're going from an IPA to like a super bourbon, you know, boozy stout, most beers are going to taste the same if you're drinking the same style of beer. After a while, you could drink six lagers. By the time you get to the third one, that lager is going to taste the same. Especially if you're not cleansing your palate uh, to move on to that next beer. That is, that's uh, honestly, that is the bigger difference. You really should be, you know, a, a cracker or something, just something to clean. Cleanse the palate a little bit uh, to take care of business there. But anyway, 
We are out of time. My thanks to Darren Yellen, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Matt Johnston, the co-founder and CEO of Collective Arts Brewing. They are in New York City now. They're doing lots of tap takeovers uh, over the next several days, and they're going to be opening a new brewery in Brooklyn coming up in 2019. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.